Welcome to the IT Roy podcast. And for now, I'm sticking with that name, especially since I don't know how frequent this is going to be. But I wanted to put together a little something uh, so that everybody uh, could have a different way uh, to get access to some things here, especially with some of the YouTube videos I've been doing. Honestly, don't even need the video portion. So I said, well, I'll do this. Uh, and this can kind of augment a bit of what I'm going to talk about in the dev updates for the next few weeks as well. And I believe what I've talked about in the last couple weeks. This is ironically take two because my first take seemed to be going well until I realized my mic was not set to mono mode. So then you could actually hear it in stereo. It was coming out of one of the uh, earpieces only, the left. So that would have been not so fun experience. So we'll see how much I can actually uh, mimic from the first one here. But what I want to talk about is the story uh, of To Be A Keen because we've I've been going over this, and this has been where I've been spending my time for the last couple of weeks especially, probably another week or so in it, and I'll explain why in a moment. And these just don't make for very exciting dev updates because dev updates, I think, are a little bit more exciting when you get to see a preview of a, uh, with a render. Uh, those are nice. I enjoy sharing those, especially since I'm normally able to get around 200, 250 on a good week. Uh, that's the amount of renders I can get done on a good week. gives me plenty to uh, put in. And one thing I've realized, too, about sharing renders is I used to worry, oh, man, people are going to be able to figure something out. I'm not saying that there's absolutely nobody who could figure it out from a single render, but most of the time the reason I know and I'm worried about it is because I have the whole story. I've got the script, and I've been through it several times. But you know, your average person who hasn't played, doesn't know the focus of the episode, the upcoming chapter, is probably not going to be able to determine that. So with that being said, story has been the focus, which again is just not really great for dev updates. I can't share a whole lot about what I'm working on. Um, and two, if you've been paying attention to the little progress graphic the last couple of weeks in the dev update. It hasn't moved a whole lot, and that's because the work I've been doing on the story was I actually went back and I've started from the end of To Be A Keen, working my way backwards in the story uh, through Chapter 7. I kind of had that mapped out, but with some changes over the last couple of chapters, the expansion of To Be A Keen and some story areas, I knew I needed to go back through it. And going from the end back towards the beginning, I'm not going all the way back, of course, with stuff I've already written, has been very, very helpful and enlightening. Uh, it has helped me catch things that I might have missed otherwise, uh, have pacing issues. Not to say there's still not things that I wish I could redo with the story, but it's been very helpful in the sense that now I know exactly how many chapters to be a keen is going to be. And I know the story is pretty well balanced, especially with things like love interest, because you might have a chapter where a love interest doesn't get as much screen time. And so I always worry about that. You know, don't, don't want folks to be upset and say, hey, what happened to my favorite? Or this was a really short path, this update, because I was only on this love interest path. Well, with this now, I'll know, and, be, and I can look at it and say, oh, okay, well, yeah, it's a little light here, but we make up for it in the next chapter because it's a heavy focus on that particular love interest. And this is especially important, too, because we are getting wildly divergent branching with our paths. Uh, we've got a lot of scenes that only if you're on this path. 
And so I have to balance that because I've got a couple sets of players. I've got players that will be pretty much exclusively on that path or maybe on two or three paths. And then I've got players that will be going full harem. And so for full harem, I don't want you to get bored and say, yeah, this is the fifth time in this episode that I've heard this essential conversation because you're trying to communicate something major about the story uh, and where overall it's going, no matter what path you might be on. But I also don't want uh, those poor single path folks to feel like, hey, you know, this was a really short update. There wasn't much wasn't much around here. So it's all about balancing that out because one thing you're going to hear in future chapters me talk about is how much bigger some of these chapters are. Now, they're not going to be massively bigger than, say, chapter 6. Uh, that's probably going to be about the average size, but it's looking like chapter 8 uh, and, of course, a couple of our final chapters, which I won't reveal how many we've got, but a couple of the final chapters are going to be meatier. We're going to be wrapping some things up. I also needed to know exactly where I wanted to end the story because I had some ideas. I was like, do I do an epilogue and fast-forward time? Do I... Uh, do something, you know, just wraps everything up in the, a neat bow in the story. If I kind of leave it at a portion, where do I leave it? Because I don't want anybody feeling like, man, that just ended on a cliffhanger. That ended real abruptly. Um, you know, I was going nicely through the story, and all of a sudden you sped it up. But did you just want to end it? What happened here? But I think that too much media today, movies, TV shows, uh, to a lesser degree, even some books, are made for the idea of sequels. And they go on a bit too long. So I would rather leave somebody wanting more. Don't know that I'll ever do a sequel to To Be a King. Uh, that certainly will not be an immediate follow-up, whatever I do. But I want to get a ending that's satisfying. Leaves you feeling like, yeah, okay, I accomplished something. The story's at a good kind of point. But leaves you as a player saying, oh, hey, I wonder if they're going to go here. Hey, you know, you could branch off here and do something. And... For now, you can use your own imagination once we get to that point and see, uh, you know, think about how it might play out. And then I can, if I ever do a sequel, uh, go in and provide my take on how those things, how events might play out and what might happen. So once I got that point, it was a matter of then just structuring. You know, what are the main things that I need to have happen in each chapter? What, uh, I usually pick one or two big things that needed to happen per chapter. And then some smaller things that might need to happen as well. And just working back. So I know the ending. I'm not going to do any spoilers here. So I'm not going to cheat and tell you, oh, so I knew this was going to happen. And then I worked my way back. But I knew what the ending was once I got that settled and said, yes, this is a good stopping point. All right, what needs to happen to get there? And so wrote that out and then kind of structured it, moved some things around, made sure things were as logically grouped as they could be. Um, because I don't want uh, a lot of events clustered. I want to be able to spread it out enough, but I also don't want to spread it out so slowly that you're like, my goodness, when is this ever going to happen? Because like, I think about the festival, um, and if I had that to do over again, I probably would have accelerated that timeline a bit. Uh, it's a little different since originally To Be a King was planned to be a bit shorter, a bit tighter narrative as a side project, and then that changed. And to say that we're Kind of we're in development right now of chapter 7 almost seems disingenuous because chapters 1 through 4 were not quite the size of chapter 5 all put together. So really we could look at it and say development of chapter 4 is ongoing right now. Um, that's what chapter 7 would actually be. So 
that's obviously factoring in. And of course, too, I'm learning like anybody else. This is not a full-time job for me other than writing for school, which is mostly more research-type writing and nonfiction. I have a lot of experience, so trying to grow. Um, but as I'm already getting ready for what the next story after To Be a Keen is going to be, I've been doing some reading on character development and pacing and plot, and I've realized that, you know, if... Uh, oh, man, I probably should have done that in the story. Mercifully, I've been able to kind of correct my big mistakes uh, that I might have made as I go. And so now it's really... In addition to, now that I've got the story nailed down, another area that I was looking at was optimizing because there's so many areas that the story could go, right? And they, they're not, nothing wrong with these different branches. It's a matter of, well, what, what makes sense for the story? What do I feel makes sense for the characters? Balanced by, since this is not a full-time job, how much extra work is it going to be to maybe do something that I think is really interesting, but if it adds an extra two months of development time to get everything in place, probably not ideal to deliver that. So with, uh, with this, I've really looked, and I'm looking forward to the next game even more so with an eye towards this, is being more judicious in the use of assets and things. I enjoy creating characters, enjoy working on new environments, I enjoy adding variety. I'm a person, can't tell, who easily gets bored with things. Um, so for me to be able to maintain my interest, I'm kind of constantly having to shift back and forth and, you know, oh, well, I'm not really in the mood for renders today, but I could do some story work. Yeah, I still feel the creative juices flowing. Let's get, let's get that going. And that translates to the renders too, because... I definitely have pushed myself, in addition to the story work, I really delved into the characters, our main characters in the story. And um, I had some motivations down, I had bios, but now, like, where are they going to develop? What big events need to happen for them as main characters? So not just the MC who you play as, but the bigger characters in our story around him. What needs to happen to them? And when? What sort of steps need to happen? So hopefully that will make future conversations a bit more interesting. If you're on a certain lady's path, you're going to get more um, more background and hopefully begin to understand some of the motivations uh, for why characters are going to react and do certain things the way they are. Because I do want unique characters, not just the way they look, um, but in the way they act, in their motivations, and their background. Um, and I'm feeling like I'm hitting that stride. There's certainly more. I've also kind of feel like I'm scratching the surface there. There's certainly more I could do, and I imagine a lot of that won't be corrected until the next game that I do, but I'm trying to do what I can here uh, as we finish up to be a king. We're not wrapping up. We're not... Um, we've still got quite a bit left to go. I can't give even a timeline at this point. Yeah, that's the downside of doing this part-time since it's not a full-time job where I can say, hey, I don't get really sick. I don't have a family crisis. You know, updates are going to come out at this length, roughly around this time, right? So, you know, every two to three months, you can expect this sort of thing. Well, I've got day job responsibilities. I have other things that go into it. Um, to say I have much of a life outside of this and my job and a few of my other hobbies is probably being disingenuous. But uh, uh, there are times where I knew I need to take a break and, you know, don't push myself to finish up this scene and, hey, just call it a day a little early and come back more fresh tomorrow because otherwise I'm going to be redoing a lot. 
But as you can imagine, starting from the end of To Be a King and going backwards to Chapter 7 has required shuffling. Um, I'm still working on the rough outlines, which are kind of going to be my writing prompts, just, you know, what big things happen in the scene. It's not dialogue in any case, unless there's like some specific bit that I think, oh, that'd be great. And make sure to make a note and have the character say that at some point. Otherwise, it's just rough outline of, hey, this is what happens in the scene. Uh, hey, this is an optional scene. Here's the variables you need to get it. Um, here's some key things I need to make sure to remember. Here's how it flows into the next scene. If there's any big transitions in the scene itself, I usually try to make note of those. Trying to help future Roy out just a bit is the idea behind that, because if I don't, could easily run into some significant trouble uh, where you know, six, eight, 12 months down the line, I'm sitting here looking and saying, all right, this is the scene title, and I put down the characters that were going to be in it, but what was I thinking with this? You know, when I was thinking about it and I put it in there, what did I need to happen exactly besides this? Was there something else? Because this seems like a really small scene. So I'm, I'm hopeful that these uh, rough outlines will help, but obviously that takes time, and it's not something I'm going to put in the progress chart because this doesn't directly impact Chapter 7, but it does make sure that I'm not going to live in total regret for Chapter 7 when it comes out, and that things will flow fairly smoothly. One thing I can tell you, if you felt that To Be a Keen is a little plotting right now and a little bit slower paced than you'd like, things are going to begin to pick up. They're not going to rapidly go. They are going to pick up. And in the future, we are going to have to deal with jumps because up to now with To Be a Keen, and for the next you know little bit even, we're kind of taking it day by day in the story. So it's pretty easy. You usually get a night transition, or at least you see, oh, I'm picking up in the morning, so I closed in the evening, but they just didn't show me going to bed or whatever happened, and now my character's picked up the next day. Well, what we're going to need to do for a variety of reasons, and not to do spoilers, although I'm sure some folks can guess as to the reason, I'm going to have to jump months in some cases. Not huge amounts of time, but months, weeks, uh, partially because, I will give this away, I mean, there will be some travel involved at some point. I'm not going to say where, but some travel. And they don't have planes back then. Another reason that my next game will definitely be set in the modern era, so I'm not having to worry. But I don't want that to be jarring for you as a player and be sitting there and saying, hey, I got used to this rhythm, and all of a sudden Roy's just jumping it. But I also realized that it would make a pretty boring story if I didn't do this. <laughs> that there'd be A, a lot unresolved, or this would stretch on forever for us to get through. And B, um, there would just be certain things that I couldn't include because it would just take too long. And you know, there's no way I'm going to try to consume 90 days <laughs> of uh, action and stuff, even if it's just a couple scenes per day. That's going to add up quite a bit. So it's all been a balancing act. And even now, as I kind of go through it, I make small adjustments. In fact, uh, last night while I was working through rough outline on the scene, I realized I needed to swap two scenes because their order just wasn't ideal um, for a couple of reasons. Nothing huge, but needed to literally just swap them. So I went in and swapped them. Um, Artisy Draft, the software I started using a couple weeks ago, has made this incredibly easy. I'm able to keep my outlines there. I'm still using my Trello cards for the rough outlines with just like the titles because I find that really easy to just drag and drop and I don't have to worry about uh, creating any associations between things just yet or filling that in. But then what I will do is once I get these done, um, I will go ahead and throw the rest of this flow into Artisy Draft, probably take me half a day or so at most, um, and then make sure, yep, everything works. There's no weird variables I forgot to check. There's nothing I need to add to... Uh, 
previous scene to make sure that it's looking for this just to make sure things go through smooth. There will be a lot, of course, of dialogue branches as well. I'm going to try to be efficient and reuse some renders in those dialogue branches, um, but there will be a lot of dialogue branches based on specific variables and specific actions you've had. Um, definitely some interesting things there. Uh, some of your characteristics that uh, some of you may or may not have checked in the codex in terms of character attributes are going to start mattering pretty darn soon. I wanted to wait till the late game to give everybody a better chance to just develop their character, not just do it off a couple small things, um, because I'd hate for you to make what thought you thought was a logical choice and somehow it does a butterfly effect and affects something way down the road in a way you don't like or just you don't think makes sense. So I've got those, but those are going to start to make choices for you. So there'll be a lot of things where if you play through, you may say, hey, I didn't have so many choices. Well, the choices were made long ago based on your character attributes at this point. So yes, you didn't make that choice, but it was made for you because you know your character had so much cunning and so they were able to access a certain type of dialogue and something. I'm not, by and large, going to lock a lot of content behind those things. I don't find that to be too fun. I'd like you to be able to make a choice at that point uh, if there is going to be something, something more impactful, uh, closer to that decision or that branch that happens. But um, there's certainly going to be quite a bit of dialogue changes. There's going to be some interesting things that if uh, on some paths you want to continue, some choices will be made for you. Now, because I want to be nice and generous, I'm not going to make it so that you are forced into uh, staying on that path. So if you're like, oh, look, I, I'm not doing that, then you know, they're love interest will make it clear if you're not going to do it then you're done and then you can say wait never mind i'll do it or you can say yep done with you lady and move on so those are going to be some things that are going to come up uh, there are going to be two paths i'm not going to say who that are reopened because you were able to accept them relatively early in the game and they're going to go both go through a bit of a transformation uh, through the story and so you're going to be given the option not forced at all uh, be given the option to reopen. Um, I've actually finished the outlines for both of those, and I think it flows really well. So it'll be a bit, um, but as we get towards the very, uh, not tail end of the game, but as we get towards the final few chapters, we're going to see a couple last opportunities to reopen. Um, so I would say that if you're interested, go ahead and do it. You'll get some extra content out of it. Um, if obviously you're still like, yeah, I still don't like this love interest and I'm just not interested, then that's fine. You can move on. Um, that's another thing too, is just me trying to balance, uh, all this stuff and not locking content into a specific love interest path other than what would make sense. Um, obviously stuff like lewd action, of course you want to lock, um, as well as learning more about those characters, but you're also going to learn more about some love interests that you've turned down. Doesn't mean their paths are going to be reopened. But I find it interesting to the story, especially as they make certain actions. And the other thing that to note is rejecting certain love interests will have consequences. Not game over consequences, not, oh goodness, I don't like this game anymore, this is horrible, and Roy's punishing me for not selecting this person. But what I would call real world consequences, because some of your love interests have a bit more power in the game than others, hint, hint. And if you were to reject them, then there are certain things that they would do. There are a couple other love interests that I really wish I could do this for, but it got a little too convoluted when I tried to go down that path, and we had way too much branching, and, you know, it's 
couple couple things I wanted to do in the story um, around characters, not love interests specifically, but some other main characters that just got so convoluted because then it'd be like, well, they would exist in this branch, but they would not exist in this branch, basically, whether death, exile, whatever. And that just made no sense and would really get tough for me to keep track of. Um, I don't want to have to worry that, oh, hey, yeah, my beta testing team's great, but I really don't want them to have to worry about, wait a minute, you reference this character, and in this particular path, aren't they dead? Oh, yeah, whoops, sorry about that. And again, doesn't apply to uh, love interests uh, there. But um, going to be some interesting things. I did finally select my final love interest, the 10th one. You've met all of the love interests. They haven't opened up. They're not going to show in the codex yet, because that some of them, their time will, is still yet to come. But you have met them all by the end of Chapter 6, by the way. Um, but with that final love interest, I really thought, that I was going to need to do a poll because I had it down to two characters. But then as I wrote and I looked backwards from the story, I realized one character had a much more compelling and interesting story that meshed with yours. The other one was just cute. Um, as far as some of the characters that you met that will not be love interests but still are attractive females, you will have certain options. Certain ones will only open up if you're... Um, on a particular path with one of your love interests. That's the way I'm kind of balancing that out. Um, but there will be some content around that coming. Um, you know, I mean, it'd be great to jam 20 love interests in there, but it's already crazy with 10. And I can tell you that my next game is almost assuredly not going to have anywhere close to 10 love interests. I'm thinking probably five is going to be my cap uh, on that. We'll see how that plays out since that story is still very much a work in progress. But at 10, it's getting to be crazy, especially to try and to incorporate stuff from each character. Um, one thing you'll see in later chapters is characters kind of fading in and out throughout chapters. Um, it's happened a bit before, but it's going to be more intense because once we get the full 10 in there, uh, it's really tough to fit them all into a chapter and have other content, especially too. I know it sounds crazy, but if you're on the full harem path, you might actually get tired of some of this loot interactions. So I have to make sure to try to balance that and keep those interesting as well, keeping track of like what you did with characters in the past. Um, all sorts of interesting stuff that's going to happen going forward, um, and definitely some surprises in store for the story. So let's just recap real quick, because this is definitely... Tell you what, the podcast format is perfect for me, though, because I can just drone on. This is perfect. I may have to do this more often. But to recap, what I've been working on has really been this story to get this down. So I'm not having to go back and redo. I'm not having errors. I've already had to rewrite scenes uh, from chapters uh, 7 and 8, which, if you remember, one of my crazier moments, originally chapters 6, 7, and 8 were going to be all one chapter. Now, I have added content to all three. So uh, once, you, once you play all three, <laughs> don't think that was going to be one chapter. I've added a bit to expand them and because out of necessity and some story adjustments I've made. But even so, uh, it was still going to be massive and way more than I should have taken on. But thankfully, the rewrites... Uh, will be done with both of those uh, at the end of those chapters. And so I'll be writing fresh from the outline starting in chapter 9. A uh, bunch of fresh scenes in chapters 7 and 8, uh, just like there was some fresh scenes in chapter 6 that got added a little bit later in development. And also some interesting, um, just some interesting things, I guess, without giving too much away that are going to happen. And so 
I, I hate to be cryptic and I hate to not have started on renders yet because I really thought I was going to be able to kind of jump in with just some tweaks, especially within a couple of days. Uh, I was able to get all my DAZ uh, studio asset updates that I needed to get done, fixes to characters and environments. I was able to get those done in a really short order. Um, and because I was able to get those done so quickly, I thought, oh man, this will be great. I'll be able to get into renders and show some good progress. And then I had to add a decent amount to chapter seven. And then I realized I need to rewrite. And then I've been working through this and realized there were even a few more changes that I needed to incorporate and a few other scenes that needed either some big or small rewrites and some additions, including when I finally decided on that final LI that, you know what? She doesn't have any content right now in chapter seven. We've, we, we don't need anything big yet. You're not making a decision with her yet, but it'd be kind of weird to just have her not there at all. So what can we do to fix that? So added some stuff there. Definitely going to be interesting. Um, chapter 7, I will give away if you're a big Flora. I believe Cassia is another big one. If you're big fans of either one of those, uh, this is the chapter for you. Estrid, it's a big, heavy Estrid chapter as well. Um, Estrid, we've got to get to know a little bit better. So over the next little bit, we're going to be doing that, finding out some more things about her. Uh, some more fascinating stuff comes a bit later, but I am grinding through these rough outlines, I do find writing to be very creatively taxing. And because of that, I uh, it's more so even than renders, unless renders are going really poorly for me. So because of that, it's been a little bit slower. But I'm hopeful, I'm not even going to set an ETA, but I'm hopeful that these rough outlines will be done very soon. Very soon's relative. It's definitely several days. Um, and then once we get that, it's just a few more rewrites left for Chapter 7. I finished the bulk of them, just a couple small ones. In one case, it's just inserting probably 40 lines of dialogue uh, into a scene, and I know exactly where I need to put it, so pretty quick, and then it'll do a natural transition right out, so it won't be any issue there. Um, but getting that done, and then finally, uh, we can start on the chapter. I don't, I know some, in fact, not even some, I know a lot of VN creators kind of write as they go. They, you know, they have their outlines and things, uh, but they write as they go. I've found I just have a hard time doing that. I like to know that, okay, writing's done. I may change where some renders are. I may add a little bit of dialogue for clarification here and there. I may remove a bit here or there or have to, you know, rework a bit of dialogue as I go, but there's not going to be major changes. Everything's written. We're looking at, you know, a few minutes at most per scene to fix certain things and then plus whatever my beta team finds with wonderful misspellings and poor grammar choices. But I like to do that. And then my plan is, as I'm working on 7, if I kind of get a little not burned out on renders, but decide I need a render break one day, but I still have some creative juices and just need to mix it up. I'll start to do some writing on chapter eight. Those rough outlines should help. And I gotta tell you, it is nice to know like where to be a keen ends. And you know, I mentioned that I enjoy um, having, uh, having variety. So I'm definitely looking forward to uh, a fresh start after to be a keen. It's been a great learning experience. I love how many people enjoy the story. And in some ways, I'm sure I'm going to miss it when it's gone. But I'm definitely at that point where, all right, let's 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 think about what's next. Let's finish this. Let's give a good ending. Let's not just throw it, you know, rush the ending and get it done or throw it away or abandon it. But what's next? And also what's next is probably going to be shorter than To Be a King, uh, most assuredly, as well as, of course, fewer allies. So a little bit tighter story, and it will be modern. I'm kicking some things around still, so honestly, I can't even say more than that because to tell you now, I'm sure a lot will change between now and then, but I've got some ideas. I even have some ideas 
on some ways to introduce it, um, as well as trying to get some time out to, once I get it kind of nailed down, uh, work on it um, during the latter stages of To Be Keen's development, hopefully not impacting To Be Keen very much, but then I don't want a big gap when I finish up To Be Keen. You know, I don't want it to be like, all right, well, yeah, you've been used to releases from me every three to four months. Welcome to six to eight while I get this new uh, game ready. I think that kills momentum. And uh, also with wanting to turn this into full time, I've got to look and see, hey, how many people are going to support me through that when they're just getting some previews and some uh, light story updates since I don't want to spoil a whole lot at that time. Well, guys, this podcast is definitely droned on more than it should. Um, but let me know down in the comments, whether you're looking at this on the website or on Patreon, what you think. Do you like this sort of thing? Is there something you'd like to see me cover? Obviously, I'm not doing DAS tutorials in a podcast format, but is there something you'd like to see me cover? Uh, or, you know what, Roy? Stick to videos and dev posts. This, this ain't your thing. So let me know what you think. IT Roy here signing off. You guys have a great day. Thank you so much for staying to the end here and listening. And I'll see you guys again in the next update or in the next video.